Hey everybody, welcome. Hold on, let me see. All right, it's good to go. Hey everybody, welcome to the Austin's Audit Podcast. I'm your host, Austin Gerke. And for today's show, it is a typical recap Monday here on the podcast. Just recapping the craziness that was the final week of the NFL regular season. The playoff matchups are now set. I'll give you my early thoughts on those matchups. Plus, I'll give you the pick tonight. Finalizing the pick tonight, I should say, between Georgia and Alabama. The game in in, in Indianapolis tonight. 5.30 on the West Coast, 8.30 Eastern on ESPN. So I'll give you my picks for that as well. Give you my reactions to Week 18 of the NFL. Give you my instant analysis for each of the playoff matchups. You know, since there are six of them, I can do half today and then half Wednesday. So, by the way, heads up. I'm only doing three shows this week. One today, one on Wednesday. So Headline Wednesday will make its return to the show and, 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 Prediction Friday, of course, gets its mainstay on Friday. So that is the lineup for today's show and for the next week going forward. Plus, on top of it, we've got the game list for all that. We're going to start with the game list, of course. I'm going to go out front. We're going to go into the college football world. We're going to go into the college basketball world first, then the NBA, and then the NHL. And then I'll give you my predictions and analysis for the rest of the show. So let's get to the games list. Uh, Let's start, what did I say? Let's start in college basketball first. Again, for my college basketball fans, up until the bracket reveal show, which I will do, by the way. I'll do a bracket reveal show just like last year. Uh, The live stream won't be an hour long for the first day of the tournament Uh. Whenever that will be, I think it'll be mid-March for the first day of first actual day of the tournament where you have 16 games a day. So that won't be as long as it was. It won't be an hour. It'll just be half hour prep and boom, out of here. Enjoy the games. That's the plan for March 2. So again, for my where was I going with that? Oh yeah, for my college basketball fans. Again, if you want a specific conference or team highlighted. In the college basketball segment of the show, please leave it in the comments, either in the audio, uh, either on the audio platforms or the video platforms, Instagram and Rumble, all those places I'll mention at the end of the show as part of the obligatories. So, again, that is the rule for college basketball fans for tonight, however, and I'm sticking with the rules since I haven't gotten any of those. So, I'm sticking to the rule of the top 25. So for that, let's start with it. USC and Stanford. I'm taking the Trojans. They are the top. Fu- they're in the top five of the AP rankings for the first time in 50 years. Mind you, though, UCLA is third. I took a look at the polls this morning. Baylor is still the number one team in the country. So that's the poll on that. So I'll take USC over Stanford, Tennessee over South Carolina. Baylor over Texas Tech, Kentucky over Vanderbilt, Kansas over Iowa State, Texas over Oklahoma in the Red River rivalry version of the Hardwood, the Hardwood version of the Red Red River rivalry. See, now I know why the media bitches about that um, uh, term being used. But anyway, 
I've got Texas over Oklahoma, Illinois over Nebraska, Alabama over Auburn in the basketball version of the Iron Bowl, and we got Michigan and Purdue postponed. So again, for the games that will get played today and the winners for that, I'm taking Providence over Creighton, Alabama over Auburn, Illinois over Nebraska, Texas over Oklahoma, Iowa State over Kansas over Iowa State, Kentucky over Vanderbilt, Baylor over Texas Tech, Tennessee over South Carolina, and USC over Stanford. That, those are your picks for today in college basketball. Let's jump into the NBA. Yeah, let's go into the NBA next. Uh, yeah, let's go to the NBA next. <clears throat> for today's games, I got the Bucks beating the Hornets. I got the Jazz beating the Pistons. I've got the Pacers beating the Celtics. I've got the I got the Spurs beating the Knicks in an upset. I love my Knicks, but when you're 19 and 21, it's just another year in New York City. Let me move over a little bit. I realize I'm a little off kilter here as far as where I'm sitting, but do 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 do. Anyway. Just to recap what I have so far, I've got the Bucks over the Hornets, the Jazz over the Pistons, the Celtics over the Pacers, the Spurs over the Knicks in, the, in an upset, Sixers over the Rockets, the, King, the Cavs over the Kings, the Nets over the Trailblazers. Okay, that's, I guess that's it. Yeah, the Nets over the Trailblazers. So again, for the winners today... I got the Nets over the Trailblazers, the Cavs over the Kings, the Sixers over the Rockets, and the Spurs over the Knicks, the Celtics over the Pacers, the Jazz over the Pistons, and the Bucks over the Hornets. Those are your winners in the NBA today. And now we're going to wrap up the games list with the NHL. So of the games that are not postponed, because we already have two games postponed today, or three. Four postponed it, and one, two, three, four. So of the games that aren't postponed, here are the winners. I've got the Capitals over the Bruins. I've got the Avalanche over the Kraken, and the King and the Rangers over the Kings. I took the Rangers. I took the Ducks over the Rangers on what was that one game Saturday? And the Rangers proved me wrong. They beat the Ducks four one. So. The Rangers earned my respect. I'll take them over the Kings tonight as well. So again, for the winners tonight in the NHL, I got the Rangers over the Kings, the Avalanche over the Kraken, the Capitals, and the Capitals over the Bruins. So those are your winners tonight in the NHL, which leaves me, let's see how much time I got left. Seven minutes? All right, cool. I got enough time to do... Both the predictions and the instant analysis for just the playoff matchups and the national championship game tonight in Indianapolis. We'll get to the professional team in that city later on in the show, but let's stick to college for right now. Uh, Georgia-Alabama rematch of the SEC title game, and really rematch of the last three years. Alabama's won seven straight against Georgia. Uh... Bryce Young has basically, his Heisman moment was that SEC title game back in December. Do I think he'll do that again? No. Do I think Alabama will get 35 points? 
Uh, yes. Do I think Bryce Young's going to get two touchdowns? You know, he's going to throw for two. Yeah. Do I think Georgia's going to shut down Alabama's run game? Yeah. Do I think Stetson Bennett is the guy that's going to get Georgia to win a title for the first time since 1980? No. And that's why. Plain and simple. No need for the numbers. And just like Thomas Brady, Nick Saban is in that list of guys you just don't, don't bet against. Just don't bet against Nick Saban. As far as the schedule, as far as the score, I know I said earlier in the week that Alabama might win 35 to 28. I'm gonna take that down a notch for each team. Uh, 28 to 21, Alabama might be able to get 28 points easy. Let's see how much. Let's let's take a quick look because I want to save enough time to where I can spend a lot of time on the uh, recap. But let's check really quickly who's favored and how much. Uh, if my phone would cooperate a little faster. Georgia, Alabama. Georgia's favored by two and a half. I'd take Alabama and give them a point. So, what is that? Plus two and a half. So, you're giving those away. So, I'll take Alabama. Even though they're the quote-unquote underdog, I wouldn't consider it that. So, fitting that line, let's say 28-25. So, I had to change the score a little bit. And it's kind of fitting to fit it in the betting line. So, I'll go again. I had to switch the score a little bit. My thoughts on the game have not changed. I still think Stetson Bennett has to, has to be the guy to get Georgia going. Because, I'm sorry, James Cook will get stifled by Alabama, who, by the way, is the top five team when it comes to stuffing the run as well. So James Cook won't be the answer. You got the guy. You got a guy whose nickname is Zeus. I don't think he'll have a thunderbolt to match. So Georgia's run game will be shut down as well. So it's literally going to come down to can Stetson Bennett lead Georgia to it? He's going to have to at least do 250. As far as yardage, he's going to have to at least throw a couple touchdowns and maybe for rest yardage, get under 90 and you'll be good. He's going to have to run for a few first downs for Georgia to have a chance offensively. Now, Georgia's defense has to do what the mainstream because they're actually right on this one. Uh, in the SEC title game, Bryce Young wasn't touched. So in order for Georgia to have a chance, they're going to have to have to make Bryce Young uncomfortable for the entire game, almost like Auburn did in the Iron Bowl. But it's it it'll just be too much too soon. Even without the even without John Mechie, I will take Alabama again, 28 to 25 in the national title game. It'll give Saban what his ninth national title game win as a head coach and. Quite frankly, he's not stopping anytime soon. Alright, so let's see again. 11 minutes? Alright, cool. That means I can spend the rest of the show on yesterday's action. And really, the last weekend of the NFL regular season, it's all set in stone. Uh, the matchups are set in the NFC. you got Green Bay as the top seed. they got the week off. 
But now the matchups are set in stone after last night's crazy game in Vegas. Uh, the Raiders winning 35-32. to So, that's... That game, I'm not... Let me just start with that game. I'm not going to be one of those that... I mean, I hate... I've, I say it a bunch on this show, but I hate to say I told you so. But I told you so. Why? Going for it on fourth down is not cute. Doing two-point conversions is not cute. I don't care. You, I mean, taking a timeout with, like, what, 19 seconds to go in overtime? That, whatever, you're trying to stop and... Maybe Carlson's going to miss a field goal, which he hasn't done in Allegiant Stadium yet. But So I'm not really worried about the timeout. That was... Was it the right call? Eh. Did going for it on fourth down in your own territory really bite you in the ass? No. Because Justin Herbert saved you. So, in Brandon Staley's case, no. He, does he deserve some of the criticism? A little bit. But he's done that all year long. So now the mainstream media is kind of looking at him as he's the one to blame. No. The Raiders were better that day in spurts. And, I mean, the Chargers were, what, six of, you know, five of six or even six of seven or something strange like that on fourth down where they only missed that one. So, yeah, it was a crazy game. Does Brandon Staley deserve the criticism he gets right now in the mainstream media? Not a whole bunch. Not as much as um, Carson Wentz should be getting right now in Indianapolis. And we're going to get to that right now, actually. But to wrap up the Charger game, that's just how those are the breaks. So the Chargers are eliminated. The Raiders won. They now get to play Cincinnati. Patriots get the Bills, and the Chiefs get the Steelers. The Steelers got a lucky break thanks to thanks to the next team I'm going to talk about, and that's the Indianapolis Colts. How? You had two winning in scenarios. How do you blow them both? Especially one to a two-win team that right now is looking for their next head coach again. Carson Wentz, who hadn't thrown a, who hadn't turned the ball over on the road, who had not had an interception on the road all season long, he finally does. And your offense only gets, you know, you only get 11 points. You only get 11 points. That's bad, man. It's incredibly incredibly bad and it saved the Steelers who ended up beating the Ravens in overtime and now they're going to face Kansas City where if I had to do my instant analysis on that matchup the Chiefs are going to win easily that might be the only blowout of the weekend that really might of the wild card weekend I'm saying it now uh, that might be the only blowout of the entire weekend but that's for Wednesday and Friday for me to go even deeper on that. But that's... I'll expand on that later in the week. However... Well, actually, that's that on there. So again, the AFC matchup is set. The Chiefs, Steelers, they're matching up against each other again. 
The Bills and Patriots get to match up for a third time this season. The And then you got the Raiders and Bengals. That might be the most interesting matchup on that side of the bracket. On the NFC side, you've got the Packers as the one seed. They're going to get the week off. The Bucks, thanks to... Oh, wait a second. The Bucks scored 41 points. Without Antonio Brown, without Chris Godwin, without Cyril Grayson who pulled a hamstring. We don't know how serious that one actually will be. But the Bucks did it anyway. They blew out the Panthers 41-17. So much so that even Tom Brady didn't even want to stop going out in the fourth quarter. Even though most of the incentives were taken care of for most of these players. But anyway, my point is, the Bucks will be fine. It's just going to be a little bit of a challenge for the Bucks to actually fight this one. So I'm telling you now, because the mainstream media is going to put it in your head once again. Well, 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 I don't know. I don't think the Bucks can do it. I don't know. I love Tom Brady, but I don't know if this team can do it. Just watch. Okay, you're going to get Philadelphia, right? The number one rush team in the league at 156 yards a game. What is Tampa good at doing? Why, they can stop the run. And plus, they face Jalen Hurts already. Now, if you get Levante David back, you get Shaq Barrett back and JPP back, the Bucks' defense will be just fine. Meanwhile, in the other matchups, you got the Cowboys, who won on Saturday, beating up on the second-string Eagles. Uh... The Cowboys will get the Niners. That'll be the first matchup between those two since the NFC title game back in 1994. That was Steve Young's year. So that will get interesting in that matchup. And then in the 4-5 matchup on Monday night, the first Monday night playoff game in NFL history, the Cardinals will play the Rams. If I had to do an instant reaction to that one right now, I would take the Cardinals... They've been great on the road this season. I do believe they could beat LA right now. I don't trust Matt Stafford. If I'm a Rams fan right now, yes, Rams fans, I can hear y'all. Be Just cross your fingers that Matt Stafford won't do anything stupid. Your defense is just fine. Okay, You got out to a 17-point lead at half. You had that lead. And then Jimmy G and the Niners found a way. But offensively, no run game. Rely on Matt Stafford. Bye-bye, you're now the fourth seed. That's my concern for the Rams heading into next weekend. And maybe even going forward in the playoffs if the Rams either... Whoever the Rams have to play next. It's him. You guys thought he was the answer. But... He actually might be your problem. So, I know that sounds harsh, but it's true. It's, it's really true. So, my point is with that, if I had to do instant reactions and instant picks right now, of course, all these picks will be final on Friday. But if I had to do them right now, on the NFC side, I got the Bucks beating the Eagles. I've got the... Cardinals beating the Cowboys, or not the Cardinals, the Niners beating the Cowboys. Look, you know what the Niners are really good at? Running the ball. All they have to do is smash it down their 
smash it down Dallas's throat, possess the ball, and Dallas will not be able to have to rely on a run game that they barely had for the last month. So if I had to do an instant reaction, see, I don't have to use my pick'em brain anymore because those are done. So now I could just be a fan again. I'm going to go with the Niners over the Cowboys. So I'm putting my Dallas hater on for that game. And, 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 I've got the Cardinals over the Rams. That would be, actually, I would see those happening more often than any of the AFC matchups. If I had to do the AFC ones right now, of course, once again, they're going to be finalized on Friday. But if I had to do it again for the AFC, I got the Chiefs over the Steelers, the Bills over the Patriots, and the Raiders over the Bengals. I like the Bengals, but this offense will get slowed down, especially if Max Crosby and that Raider front line does what they did last night to the Chargers. There, it just won't happen. So I'll take the Raiders over the Bengals right now. Again, I have, it's subject to change given if there's any specific injuries that uh, come out for all these playoff teams heading into the weekend. Let's see how much time I have left. Okay, I have, I'll just wrap it up with this. Uh, the coaching hirings and firings are out are going out. Mike Zimmer is out in Minnesota. Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace are both out in Chicago. Rick Spielman is also out at Minnesota as well. And the biggest the biggest firing is Miami with Brian Flores. I do I don't think it's racially motivated like some people in the media want to believe. But it is a little odd that Brian Flores got fired after having two winning seasons and Tua actually was improving. So I don't know who Miami thinks they'll get, but it will be a mistake for Miami to get rid of Brian, Brian Flores. But that is my take for all these coaching hirings and firings. Thank you for watching and listening to the Austin's Audit Podcast. I've been your host, Austin Gerke. Peace out, and I'll see you guys Wednesday. Thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. I've been your host, Austin Gerke. Don't forget, you can listen to this show on Podbean. Just search for the Austin's Audit Podcast. You can also listen to the show on Spotify, Google, Apple, if you know the trick, Dreezer, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Pandora, and SoundCloud as well. If you have an Alexa-enabled device, just say, Hey Alexa, play the Austin's Audit Podcast on Amazon Music. If you have a Google Chromecast device, just say, OK Google, play the Austin's Audit Podcast on Google Podcasts. There are two ways you can watch this show. You can either watch this show on Rumble or on Instagram. For all my Instagram followers, just follow me directly at Ostispomanti. That's A-U-S-T-I-S-P-A-M-A-N-T-I. Or you can search for the show's hashtag, which is hashtag the Austin's Audit Podcast. Again, if this episode gets a little long, just go on to Rumble and follow the show there. Speaking of Rumble, search for the username ADGERKE. That is A-D-G-E-H-R-K-E. You can do the capital A or the lowercase a, but to be on the safe side, do the capital A. That And please make sure that search is set to channels, not videos. Again, that is A-D-G-E-H-R-K-E. A-D-G as in girl, E-H-R-K-E on Rumble. 
Uh, please subscribe, uh, and you'll have all 320 episodes of the Austin's Audit podcast. Yes, 320. Not 420, but 320. And you can also follow the show's Facebook page. Just search for the Austin's Audit podcast. Uh, give it a like, give it a follow, and you'll have both the audio and video portions of the show. Please choose wisely. And if you want post-show interaction, meaning you either want to talk about, you want to get to know me more, you want to shit on me as a host, or you want to give me suggestions for future topics of the show, please follow me on Twitter at Austin underscore Gerke for post-show interaction. Alrighty, guys, let's see. I'm, I'm right under the gun, but thank you guys for listening to the Austin's Audit Podcast and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. I've been your host, Austin Gerke. Peace out, and I'll see you guys Wednesday.